Growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. God's up, kitty up. Welcome to the third to stop last call. It's Last Call Wednesday, Hump Day Wednesday, coming live to uh, YouTube's on the Wednesday. It goes out to everybody else on audio, which 99% of you will be listening to this on audio on Thursday. So happy Thursday, Thursday, Thursday to the rest of the YouTube viewers that we've got up in the chats. Happy Hump Day. Tied to cool too. Ben Allen, Elijah, uh, Falconator, Bone Cold Fleas Austin, Hydro Man Blue. I'm not going to scroll up any further. There's a lot of you guys in there, and I appreciate every single one of you. Josh, how are you today? It's another great day in paradise. How's things going back there? Like, you guys should be having a baby any day now, right? It could be any minute, Josh. Like, any second, there could be a child in my. Because didn't you say this morning one. that like she was crowning or something crazy like that? <laughs> She's not crowning. Yeah. Uh, it looked like her baby, uh, her belly has dropped a little bit. And uh, that's usually a sign. So we went to the midnight. For now, we do like uh, home birth type shit. Um, and because it's illegal in the state of North Carolina, we do home births without any midwives, without anybody. It's just us having a baby in our house. So don't come knocking on our door trying to serve any felonies on anybody since they made it a felony now in the state of North Carolina for midwives to come and help you deliver a baby. Felony impersonating a medical professional. Is that some BS, dude? This is America, dude. You can you can abort a baby whenever you want. You can abort a baby now at like fucking 13 months old. Uh, but you can't deliver a baby on your own in your own house? What happened to my body, my choice? On that so, one. So so today or it could be Friday? Could be Friday. What about Saturday? Yeah. Yep, could be Saturday. Could have Sunday? a baby on Saturday. Sunday would be a good choice. Yep, could have a baby on Sunday. Next week, maybe? Any minute. Yep, could be next week. Mm -hmm. What about the week after that? Yep, there's a possibility of that too. Yep, anytime, Drew. Anytime, Josh. Anytime, anytime, Josh. That's what anytime means. Could be any day now. Listen, we got a show chocked full of for you today. Um, my brain is all over the place. I was on the news last night. I was on One American News Network last night. Uh, <laughs> unbeknownst to me, I was on a 20 minute segment. Uh, deep diving all things first responders and law enforcement in today's society and culture. That was really exciting. So if you're part of the One News Network, um, they got like 1.3 million subscribers, something like that. And um, that was the first time I had tuned into their stuff. Really cool things and um, very far right wing, uh, very far right wing. But uh, I'll go on anything. I'd go on a far left wing if, if I got invited. So I'll do it anything. As a matter of fact, uh, because I'm so relevant right now and we've got some really great news coming to the network, Josh, and, um, and we'll disclose that here in just a second. Kind of, we're, we're kind of becoming a big deal. We're on the we're on the podcast charts right now. Everything's going kind of in our direction. So I don't need to come out pansexual. Uh, but if everything was falling apart right now, I would just come out pansexual because that seems to be what works. At least it's working for Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady hasn't been uh, relevant in a couple of years now, at least three years. Listen, I love this show that he was on. Whose line is it anyway? I think that show is hilarious. Other than that, Wayne Brady hasn't really done shit, um, but he's come out pansexual to make himself get back in the news. And we'll talk about that later today. Also, we have a, a potential Uvalde. We had the potential for 
for a Uvalde 2.0. Um, this was going to be from the Uvalde killer's cousin, was going to try to reenact uh, Uvalde, maybe on, on behalf of his cousin. We'll dive into that. World War III is inching very close to the United States. Uh, if we consider Alaska the United States, is Alaska the United States or is that, is that part of Russia? I'd say Alaska is one of those like wild last frontiers. The, the case that we did last night was from Alaska. And that like, mm. it's one of those, it reminds me of Hawaii where like Hawaii is a part of the United States and yes, Alaska is part of the United States, but it's kind of like you're in your own world. You don't get regular stuff up there. You're excluded from the cool shipping deals when Amazon has their Amazon day. <laughs> like you are up there, like you're going to go to work and you're going to pass a bear and elk. Those are yeah. things that regular people don't see. So, like, yeah. Alaska is crazy. Yeah, Alaska, but, Florida, Texas, Hawaii, yeah, California. Yeah. I mean, I feel like now our states are becoming more like their own individual countries, to be honest with kind you. Kind of. Like New York. Look at New York, dude. I, there's no way I could survive in New York. I can survive in Florida because I did for 19 years. But there's a lot of people that they, they can't survive Florida. California, no way I could survive in California. I could definitely survive in Alaska. But um, I feel like our states are becoming more like countries. Also, we got to dive in today that RFK goes unprotected. And we had a failure to stop uh, Drew Strodamus prediction about something that would happen in Florida. And it absolutely did. So if anybody had any doubts that we're the real deal, that we're a real deal uh, media company, uh, you tell me. I uh, will dive into that first. Uh, Drew Breezy, the easy Drew Breezy, he predicted something that was happening out of Florida. Uh, Josh, fill me in on this. Fill, our, fill, fill the folks in on what Drew predicted here. So last Friday, you guys had the Anti-Hero podcast guy on. And towards the end of the podcast, because Drew's in Florida, he's in Florida. They have a lot of Florida connections. You lived in Florida. It was an end. Like they talked about Florida towards the end of it. It was one of those great things that you have. They have local knowledge that is kind of national news because they went over a case that happened some years ago where the attorney general said, I'm not going to prosecute capital punishment cases. So the governor at the time said, got it, bud. Uh, you're not going to get any of those cases. I'm not going to send any of those to you. They're going to go someplace else. So in a Drustonomus, he they predicted that the current attorney general has said the same thing about not prosecuting cases and not prosecuting minimum mandatory sentences. And so Drew predicted this last Friday that the attorney general this morning or the state's attorney general this morning was removed from their position. Fire. Just to get back real quick to the to what we were talking about, this is the current state attorney, Maureen Worrell. She's the current state attorney. It's not Aramis Ayala. Aramis Ayala was the state attorney, and get this, um, she was uh, she she said uh, that she would not see capital punishment in any case. This was back when Governor Rick Scott ran Florida. He's now a senator, but. Uh, and he said, okay, fine. And he took all of her, <laughs> he took all of her capital cases away from her. And she's well, like, you can't do that. And he's like, that was, yeah, uh, I, I, I can. And I did. Wasn't that when, um, uh, in Orlando, um, Markeith Lloyd executed an yes. Orlando sergeant and, uh, yep. and she's, and then they caught him and she said, well, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to. And so I, the governor, I, so it was Rick Scott at the time. Yep. Markeith Lloyd. Said, yeah, Mar Markeith Lloyd was a murder suspect. He had murdered his girlfriend. And and Deborah, I can't remember. I, I'm so ashamed of myself that I can't remember her name. But Deborah, the, the sergeant, went to apprehend him, and he shot and killed her. And, and this, 
Yeah, he executed her. So this um, Aramis Ayala said, "Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not prosecuting the death penalty on that guy." After he was caught, mm-hmm. and and by the way, he I think he lost an eye in the arrest, and there were some things oh, yeah. that happened. But, <laughs> it, but her, said, handcuffs, oh, yeah. her handcuffs yeah, went on yeah, him, did. by the way. But uh, yeah, that was so. That was why it stood out. But this is the current Monique Worrell. Um, and then so while we're talking. So yeah, and he goes on to say that he he predicts that she's gonna she's gonna have the same fate as Maisaala did, and uh, and it's true because today here uh, let's bring up the tweet um, from Ron DeSantis. I think it's great that we get all of our news from these politicians via via tweets. Uh, here is the tweet from let's see uh, DeSantis. Go ahead and read that for us there, uh, Josh. So this morning, Ron DeSantis suspended state attorney Monique Worrell for, quote, dereliction of duty via crime via the executive order on Wednesday. The governor is tapping Florida Judge Andrew Bain to replace Worrell as a state's attorney for the Ninth Judicial Circuit. So they this morning, they he put out a tweet this morning that basically summarized that. And then he sent out a longer statement that the executive order and it about 16 pages it's total there's 40 of them with all the attachments but it's pretty like they went really deep and they're they're saying things like it's gonna be hard to read because i had to snip this from the stuff uh out of 130 cases involving possession of a firearm by a convicted felon referred to the ninth circuit from 2021 to 2022 by the sheriff's department only five resulted in minimum mandatory sentences Five. Jeez, five, dude. Uh, these are five this is, convictions. This is someone who shouldn't have a pot firearm by <laughs> any circumstances for any means at all. They've already been convicted of something else, a felony that precludes them from owning a firearm. And she said, nah, fam, you're good to 125 of them. She went yeah. on further 32 drug trafficking cases from 2021 only three have resulted in minimum mandatory sentences and of 64 drug trafficking cases referred in 2022, big old goose eggs. None of them have resulted in minimum mandatory sentences. So they're Mm. trafficking narcotics through this state. They're getting these criminals in front of this judge and the judge is going, that's okay. Yeah. Despite that there are state laws that are saying that the guidelines for sentencing, these are what you're doing. These are the minimum mandatory. So at a minimum, you will mandatory get this sentence plus whatever. So they can add whatever onto it and they have each one of those will have a, a cap on it, but they have sentence these guidelines. If you're a felon and if you're not a felon, if you're a first offender, if you're not a first offender, if you're, if you're a violent offender, if you're not a violent, all these things are enhancements that go on and they figure out your, what you're going to get charged with. And she's not given these minimum mandatory sentences to anybody. They're, just letting criminals run free. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, thank you, Crystal Balls, um, Drew Breezy himself. Uh, that's his stripper name, as he says, Crystal Balls. 
Uh, thank you for your prediction, man. And, and you know, maybe this will help. Somebody else in the chat said that uh, DeSantis might not be doing very well in the presidential race, but he is killing it in Florida. Absolutely, he's killing it in Florida. Speaking of killing it and presidential races, uh, RFK Jr. goes unprotected. And we have, you know, because we pay Josh uh, on the Failure Stop channel to not only be a producer, but we pay him to be a fact checker as well. And so we send a lot of our fact checking details over to Josh from Dead Like Media. And uh, he just does such an amazing job for us. But he was able to fact check the fact checkers on this one because I don't think there's anybody more retarded than um than instagrams or twitter's or or not twitter but instagram or facebook or google's fact checkers um because they're absolutely ridiculous now this was a go ahead and read this one for us josh this was from rfk jr here this is um so this is from cnn fact check rfk jr's misleading viral claim about secret purpose protection so this is the title of this article that they're going to use and label on the fact check and put on your on all your stuff on, on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. Robert Kennedy Jr., who is running for the Democratic presidential nomination against Joe Biden, basically suggested on Friday that Biden administration is singling him out for rare treatment by denying him Secret Service protection. Kennedy tweeted that the Homeland Security Secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, has decided that the Secret Service protection for him is not warranted at this time, end quote. Kennedy now, this is crazy. This is crazy because the Secret Service will guard anything. They'll, they'll guard a governor's poodle um, yep. if it's being transported. Uh, I think every officer at some point in their career has worked with the silver, the Secret Service in some capacity or another. I know um, you probably being uh, being a federal police officer yourself and being in Hawaii and uh, in Ohio, I'm sure you've worked a, a couple of presidential details. Have you not? Yeah. Yeah, you can't see this at home, and I didn't keep all of them, but a lot of these you have credentials, and a lot of the credentials are either the, like the press credentials, the credentials you wear around your neck, or depending on what it is, or do you have a, a lapel pin that says what level of security you're allowed to go through the onion to see how far you can get close to the protectee. I've worked a lot of these. I've worked quite a few of these. And during the 2016 or 2016 election, I worked quite a few of them when I was at Ohio State. So the Secret Service gets assigned to people as soon as they're a quote major candidate and we'll this is what's hilariously funny about this fact check about the fact check so the quote kennedy said the denial came after nearly three months of non-response from the campaign's request for secret service protection despite the campaign having submitting a 67 page report that quotes from the world's leading protection firm detailing unique and well-established security and safety risks aside from the commonplace death threats so that's what they're claiming, okay? So CNN has no reason to dispute any of that. The Department of Homeland Security declined to commit comment on Kennedy's tweet, which received more than 12 million views as of Friday afternoon. But Kennedy began the tweet with as follows. Since the assassination of my father in 1968, candidates for president were provided Secret Service protection, but not me. So that's where the fact check should just stop. This is highly misleading, is what... CNN is interject and then they're going to go ahead and talk about things from 1968 and they're going to talk about things from Kennedy's presidency, talk about things in the eighties, but then they're going to get down to a point when the criteria for being used for a formal candidate or de facto nominee for a major party. And they're going to insert in parentheses, Kennedy is a distant long shot to beat Biden for the democratic nomination. Which is absolutely crazy because if I'm a Democrat, I'm voting for I'm voting for uh, uh, RFK all day long. I mean, he's 
you know, even if even if I don't agree with his policies, most of his policies or a lot of his policies I don't agree with. Uh, I would I still want a president that is somewhat coherent and not really just kind of like a, a walking corpse. Well, I'd like to have him at least. Like have I bet a fair you, chance. Joe Biden smells like death. Like I bet you, if you get close enough to him, you can smell the death emanating off of his. If you've ever been to a pores. nursing home, you know. Exactly yeah, he probably what that smells. smells just like that. Speaking of which, Diane Feinstein just took a fall in her house. Um, you know, and, and listen, I'm not rooting for anybody to die, but I'm rooting for these old fucks to get out of this office. Like, come on, guys, what are we doing here? This is embarrassing. Mitch McConnell, Diane Feinstein, you got Joe Biden. These people smell literally of death. It's disgusting. Why are they still like, like you know, I'm not trying to age discriminate, but if you, okay, controversy moment, right? Like, uh, let's give a little warning here. Listen, you want to be fat? That's all right, right? It's okay to be overweight, but don't act fat, right? I've said it a thousand times. Don't act it. Right? Don't have the sauce all over your face. Don't have the sauce all over your, your belly if you're in a professional setting. Try to act. You know what I mean? Like I don't dress like a dirtbag like I am to go to, to go other places. I try to be a little bit more professional. If you're old, then don't act old. Don't act old. Don't don't sit there and shit your pants in front of the, in front of everybody in the United States on national TV. Don't do that. Don't fall off of your fucking bicycle um, when you don't have your training wheels on. You do, if you're going to be old and you're going to be a politician, at least try to act like you're young. All right, ran over. I'd say term limits or we put an age limit because we can put an age limit on pilots. Pilots at 65, you're done. You can't be a commercial pilot anymore. So <laughs> we, can, we, we can do that with pilots. But I, I, I will go, I'll go ahead and get behind some of that where you're putting the responsibility of a couple hundred people in the hands of one or two individuals, but they're working the sticks. You might want someone competent up there. Okay. On that same thought, we'll go ahead and make the assertion that the office of president of the United States is as of, if not more important than a commercial airline pilot with the amount of people that they're responsible for. So let's say we get something competent up there, but Kennedy, they're, they're saying that he is not a major, they're going to put in here that he is not a, a major nominee, that he, they're going to insert that he is a distant long shot. <laughs> but, he went on Joe Rogan. That makes him, <laughs> just kidding. But <laughs> in the same sentence, the candidate for polling at 15% or higher for 30 consecutive days is the real clear politics average or similar system is what's being used. So let's go ahead and insert their next parentheses. Kennedy was above 15% in the real clear politics average in May and in much of June, but he's been below 15% every day since June 22nd and was at 13.7% on Friday. And which About is crazy because he is getting zero, Biden. he is getting zero mainstream help. He's not getting any help from the mainstream media. They're not giving him debates. They're not putting him on CNN. They're not putting him on other major news networks and let him have his, his time and his go at it. Uh, you know, so everything that, that RFK is doing is grassroots. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, I, I like to root for the underdog. Like I'm not going to say that, like, I agree with all of RFK's policies and everything, but I do like to root for the underdog. And I, and I listen, the guy has said some things in the past that I, I, I definitely don't agree with, but Trump said a lot of things that I don't agree with. Well, nobody's perfect, right? Like, um, I learned that on this podcast. I, I, every one, about once a week, I get some kind of heinous message from one of our listeners on something that I might have got wrong that I, you know, that, that, that I would think is debatable or at least arguable. 
Um, but instead I just get a hate message that like, I'm never listening to you again. You disgust me. I can't believe you would take this thing. It's like, did you really think that when I do six shows a week and I talk about all these different things, like we talk about everything on the Feather Stop podcast channel. We do political news. We do crime news. We do true crime. We do case breakdowns. We're starting to do conspiracy theories now. That's a new show we got coming out. There's so many different topics. Do you really think that you're going to agree with me on everything? Do you not think that I'm going to get a couple of things wrong or that maybe my opinion doesn't align with yours in some way? I think it's crazy that we we hold people accountable for every single where they said and that they can't change, right? Like, you know, let's say more facts or more evidence comes out or we learn things. Like I have certain stances on things now that I definitely did. If you would have talked to 21-year-old me, I was the biggest Bush fan of all time. And I was happy to fight in the Afghan wars for President Bush. Talk to a 36-year-old me um, a few years ago, and I would have, have told you that, that Bush is probably one of the most corrupt presidents that we've ever had. And, and talk to me now about Bush, and, and you can't because I, I get so fucking mad and angry uh, you know, because I, I feel... Now listen, if more evidence comes out when I'm 45 and I change that, that's how life works. But that, you know, we're allowed to have... Uh, debates. We're allowed to have talk. We're allowed to argue about things. We feel different ways about all sorts of things, vaccines and the way you raise your kids or all sorts of things. So, you know, again, I'm not point being that I I don't agree with everything that RFK says or has said in the past, but what I do like is his grassroots effort. I think the guys is, he's putting his balls on the table. I respect the hell out of that. I think it's 10 times better um, than having Biden in the office to be honest with you. And if I'm going to see a Democrat get elected, um, then I absolutely want to see RFK be that one. I think he's 10 times better than what we have now. Speaking of which, today's show is brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. And the reason I'm able to sleep um, doing all of these shows and just constantly having information overload running through my brain, managing this quickly growing podcast channel, the number one channel where uh, first responders go to be informed and entertained, I'm able to do all that because I can compartmentalize everything from my ghost bed. I lay down on the ghost bed and it's like all these thoughts and everything, they just start going and they go to different parts of my brain as my head drifts into that hard ghost bed pillow. I like the firm pillow, but my head still sinks into it because I have a fat head. And, um, and it just puts me right to sleep, man. I have no problem sleeping at night. And right now, GhostBed is offering uh, 40% off across the board, promo code WOLFPACK with all capital letters, ghostbed.com forward slash WOLFPACK. And we even hooked one of our homies up in Canada and Adia this week uh, or last week by hooking up with a new Canadian uh, promo code, which is WOLFPACK with a capital W, everything else lowercase WOLFPACK. So even in Canada and Adia, you guys can uh, you guys can enjoy the same creature comforts as we do. Head over to GhostBed, get the cooling sheets get the pillow get the mattress get the adjustable base right now zero down zero percent financing and that's if you have um let's see we'll go through we'll go that's if you have hydroman blue credit uh that's if you have hydroman blue credit you can get zero percent down zero percent financing uh but to be fair i, I met hydroman blue at one of our meetups he looks like a dude that's probably in the mid 700s so he probably does have really good credit and uh lumber chef probably does too We'll go with Mer 530 since that's androgynous and I still don't know if it's a boy or girl. Mer 530 is probably sitting somewhere in the low sixes. 0% down, 0% financing. Hold me to it. Uh, also, we have Factor Meals, factormeals.com, so that you can eat healthy as well. 
And uh, they have the calorie conscious meals. They have the protein heavy meals, vegetarian meals. What you need is what they got. They come come prepackaged, beautifully prepackaged. These are chef prepared meals, always fresh, never frozen. They get delivered to your house in a beautiful box. The presentation as well. There's like some gift cards on top typically. Um, They got the dry ice that kind of illuminates. You schedule when it's going to get delivered to your house. Um, And you can get like three meals a week. You can get five meals a week. That way when you're sitting in the squad room and all your peasant buddies are eating their, uh, you know, 75 cent burritos or their $2.35, you know, hot pockets that are just chock full of all the shit that takes away testosterone, all the shit that's like uh, giving you cancers and all the nasty stuff, all the things that are a problem with this world that, you know, make your knees hurt and your backs hurt, a lot of nutrition uh, things that are going on there. You can bypass all of that shit by going to factormeals.com. Factormeals.com. Don't just Google Factor Meals because it's going to take you to somebody else's promo code. Just go to factormeals.com and use the promo code WOLFPACK50, and that's going to get you 50% off to taste the delicious goodness, to taste those shakes. They're amazing. Um, Jonathan from ComCenter says, Hot Pockets, Takeaway, Testosterone. I have no idea, Tim. I have no idea. I feel like everything, all the ingredients my wife's constantly showing me, she's like, you see that ingredient right there? takes away testosterone. You see that ingredient right there? That's going to cause body aches. You see that ingredient right there? Causes cancer. So like, you know, I don't have time to memorize, memorize all of it. I know that fucking hot pockets aren't good for you, John. They're not good for you. A lot of sodium. I bet you there's a lot of sodium. I used to eat the five fingers of death when I was a cop. So I know these things, guys. I used to eat the five fingers of death. The little cans of Vienna sausage. I used to dip those in mustards for lunch. I'd gross everybody out. All the suspects would be smelling my fucking Vienna sausage breath. It's disgusting. Had I known about factor meals or had it existed when I was a cop, I would have been eating like a king five days a week because you're still spending the same money by going to your little Chick-fil-A's, by going to your little Pie Pie's and all the other, the Mexican restaurant, all those things. So head over to factormeals.com. Um, How close are we to World War Three at this point, uh, Josh? If I looked, if, if World War III was on the outside of the door of my apartment, I could look through the people mm. and he's waving at me like this. Yeah. Like we are inching closer and closer. Not only that, something that where I don't have the stats to pull up to, to completely know this to for sure, but we, they like fiscal budgets and things like big budgets, they, for the government, they plan things out years in advance. Like they'll, Hey, we're going to allot this because some act will be passed and some budget money will be allotted and we can buy this new tank or we can use this money for research for this or we can do this. They're budgeting all kinds of extra money for things in the next couple of years and defense terms and like the buildup of the money, the where it's coming from that looks similar to the way it was in 2002 and 2003, 2004 when we first started kicking off another war. So I don't have the numbers and everything specifically in front of me to, to, to know for sure. But like, that's one of the things. And they, they say, you ask how close are we? Small grains of sand will make a desert. Like all of this adds up. Like we've sent troops. We sent 6,000 troops to Poland. We sent all these troops to Europe. We sent all of these arms over to Ukraine. All the billions of dollars we've sent to Ukraine. We've got the pilots in the Air Force that aren't getting their bonuses. We got the pilots in the Air Forces that are getting, they're not allowed to get out of the Air Force and reserve their user commission. They're flying them planes 20 of the 24 hours of the day. The only time they're on the wheels down is when they have to have inspections. You got four more ships that are getting sent out to uh, off the Alaskan coast. 
Yes, and I mean, breaking news. Um, as they say, uh, this has come from Lumber Chef. Uh, he is not hired on our thing as a fact checker, so if he's wrong, that's on him. That's not on the failure stop. <laughs> the uh, what? What do they say? The opinions of Lumber Chef do not reflect the opinions of the post off podcast. But Lumber Chef in the chat says, breaking news, Biden admin supposedly putting investment restrictions on China as we speak. He says, real news, no bullshit. I think that's a hashtag that he's using there. Hashtag real news, no bullshit. So, um, you know, we can look into that really quick. But right now, uh, off the coast of Alaska, we've got a little bit of war games, sending some Navy ships over there. does look like that's getting closer and closer we've said how we think world war three will look like and um and i and i've 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 been listening to tim pool's podcast uh real quick about tim pool's podcast really fast um nope we'll skip we'll bypass that news go on we'll just stay on what we got but uh you know we tim pool was talking about what he thinks a world war three would look like and i kind of tend to agree with him we are so energy dependent we are so dependent on grocery stores. We're so dependent on so many things that really the government can kind of pick and choose what they want to do, whether it be another pandemic, whether it be they can just hold all your money. Um, I was on uh, only American News Network last night, and they had a New Zealand woman on there who was trying to go and get $3,500 out of her bank account. They wouldn't let her. They said, oh, you have to use a debit card for that. So she went to the debit card machine, and the debit card machine says, sorry, we don't have that kind of money in this debit card machine. You have to go back inside. And they went inside, and she was like, oh, no, we don't keep that kind of cash in here. She's like, what do you mean you're a bank? Like, you're my bank. I've been banking here forever. And they're like, yeah, but we're going cashless. She's like, but I need $3,500 because I'm paying cash for a vehicle on Marketplace. And they're like, I don't know what to tell you. We don't have that here. So she had to go to another bank and pay bank fees to get her money out because of this cashless system. I've been talking about the cashless system thing for a whole a long time, ever since I went to a baseball game a few months ago, and it was a cashless stadium. You know, what, what if you don't want to use, what if there's an ele- electric storm? What if you know, the baseball park gets hit by, uh, by lightning? I mean, I, 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 a thousand things. Why, why are we not using cash? Why is that not allowed? This is ridiculous to me. That is legal currency. You work for it, you own it, you earn it, you should be able to spend it how you want. You should not be forced to get a bank in America. What if you don't like the banks and you don't trust the banks? That's your right. It is your right not to trust a bank. There's a lot of people I know that don't trust the banks. They keep all their money at home. They don't use debit cards or credit cards. Why won't the government allow that to happen? Why are we going cashless all of a sudden? No, 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 no. Sorry that you don't trust banks, but if you don't trust banks, you can't come watch a baseball game here. Sorry, if you don't trust the banks... You can't buy groceries from us. Yeah, it's a very scary world um, that we're living in. And, and I see this kind of happening where you've got cybersecurity attacks that they're talking about. Listen, they're coming out with all this alien stuff. There's so many distractions. Right now, there's talks that fucking Obama might be gay. That uh, the dude from Canada might be gay. Now, I don't believe any of that stuff. I don't believe the alien shit either. I think it's all distractions. Now, a lot of you guys are going to argue with me about that. That's fine. Let's go for it. Do I really think Obama's gay? chance he's gay. 20% chance. Right? Do I think uh, the Canadian dude's gay? Trudeau? (laughs) 80% chance. 80% chance he might be gay. But at the end of the day, I think this is all bullshit just to distract us. I think that they are trying so hard. I think they launched out with the alien stuff. Nobody gave a fuck. Everybody wants to see the Epstein list. They, they, They can feel the pressure from we the people. 
They feel the pressure. They see the social media stuff. The reason why they want to get rid of TikTok, I don't think it has much to do with the Chinese spyware. Chinese has been spying on us forever, and everybody knows that. Uh, somebody had mentioned earlier that Diane Feinstein's driver was a Chinese spy for like 20 years. I have no idea if that's true, but it could be. Uh, my point being is that I don't know that the government necessarily cares so much about Chinese spyware on TikTok. I think what they really care about on TikTok is how much anti-government shit is being put on TikTok and how, many, how much authority is being questioned on TikTok. I really do believe this in my whole heart of hearts that they are trying to distract us because we are onto something and we, the people just got to keep the, keep the gas pedal down. We got to keep, keep that pressure on. That's why I love having this channel so much. We got to be careful too, because we don't want to get shut down off of the YouTubes and things like that. But that's why it's important for you guys to join our Patreon accounts. Um, you know, we love our paid YouTube subscribers. We'd rather have you over on the paid Patreon because we know it's only a matter of time. Election season's in October. They are going to crash this channel. All this political news that we do here on Last Call, we're already preparing to take this over to Patreon because we don't want to lose our next show. The Conspiracy Show, by the way, here we go, some breaking news again. Don't want to miss this. But we are starting a show, myself and Conservative Ant. Conservative Anthony, a lot of you guys are huge fans. This guy has well over 600,000 TikTok followers, uh, 270,000 something um uh, Instagram followers. And um, I mean, I don't know if I'm supposed to say it or not, but uh, a certain podcast, very famous podcast, reached out to him and is flying him to be on that show. And we are just going to be so excited by that. Jonathan is actually working on the promo for um, uh, Jonathan Bates is working on the real the promo reel for myself and uh, and uh, conservative aunt. And then also Elijah, our other producer, has already created the YouTube intro. So, you know, that's going to be a fantastic story if you don't know conservative ant go follow him on instagram he's absolutely huge he's big he's amazing he's all on on our channel he's all in on this and um and it, and it, we're gonna work great together i already know that we've already started practicing together all of his equipment is being mailed today as we speak so this is all very big news but i'll guarantee you there's no way conservative ant made it to 1 million followers on tiktok and they scrubbed his account for no reason they never gave him an excuse why um, because he's a very pro-conservative, um, kind of a, a flamboyantly homosexual character. That's the character that he plays. Um, and, you know, I, don't, I never want to say that that's his person, right? You know what I mean? Like, we all play a personality on these things. So his, his stage personality, because I talk to him, he's a real deal, very, just just an awesome human being to converse with and to talk with. But his character, much like Lázaro Lopez, you know, Lázaro Lopez isn't this always drunk, always fucking crazy um, white trash tailgater no he, he, i love having dinner with him i love i've stayed at his house a few times he's a great guy so but conservative ants character is an amazing character on instagram and it's and it's so fun but there's no way they're going to tolerate a conspiracy show with somebody as big as conservative ant on these youtubes because that's part of that's part of the plan guys like that's part of the restrictions that's kind of what we are slaves to right now is all these social medias so we have to keep kind of not going all in on certain social media platforms. Like you can't be all in on Instagram because that can go away in a heartbeat. Can't be all in on YouTube because that's going to go away on a heartbeat. And that's something that we're starting as a growing channel. You know, Drew and I talk two hours a day just on strategy of not being shut down. Um, so how can you help? Join us on Patreon, but be prepared to leave Patreon and go somewhere else. But we can't just, dis we can't abandon each other. 
um, on these platforms. And uh, we got to just, just stick together. Uh, Jonathan Comcenter says, I work hard for the network. We are a team. Yes, he does work very hard for the network. Um, and, and we appreciate everything he does. Appreciate everything Elijah does, Drew, Josh, the whole channel. And, and of course, we, we couldn't do it without all of you guys on our Patreon team. Um, but it's getting real serious, guys. It's getting real serious. World War III is, is knocking at the door. I don't even know that World War III is not the major distraction here. I think come election season, there have been some very, very important people who have come out and said that they don't think that there is going to be a 2024 election. And I, and I totally wholeheartedly agree with that. I don't think they're going to allow this to get to election. And you're like, man, Eric, that's crazy. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. October's coming. All the, make this a real. October is coming, and that is when everything is going to start. And by January, February, it's going to be full retard. It's going to be the same way it was two years ago. Everybody's going to start getting canceled again. Everybody's going to be having their content removed from Instagrams and the TikToks and the Twitters. And it's all going to happen again. So just get ready for it. Um, and stay together on this so that we can come out victoriously as a people. Not Republican, not Democrat. Uh, but we deserve better than what the government as a whole is, is giving us right now. Um, and speaking of which, you know, that's what Wayne Brady is doing right now. In my opinion, is just trying to trick us uh i think this is another more smoke and mirrors uh, what do you think what is your take on the wayne brady by the way again wayne brady is the dude who is uh on the uh the, he's the entertainer that's on whose line is it anyway do you ever like whose line is it anyway it was hilarious when it was on i the the concept of the show and how it it made comedy so easy because it made it was like kind of sketch comedy but it was live and it was improv and they had a really good team of, of comedians. And Wayne was really good. They had the music, the, the the improvised music, and the other comedian. Big fan of his. And then when he was on Dave Chappelle, the is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? Like <laughs> he at that point, like he was so cut and clean and like so like like this is like the model. This is what we're going to put out there. This is comedian. We can get behind him. He's got nothing. He doesn't say any foul language. Nothing. Anything like that. And then he came out on Chappelle. Uh, what I thought about that was the first thing that came to my mind is when's the last time have you heard of Wayne Brady? Doing yeah, anything? That, that, that's exactly that. You know, I was actually on the phone with conservative Ant when this news kind of came out and he was like, yo, did you see this shit about Wayne Brady? And I said, no. And you had sent me an article or, or, um, Jay Durrell, um, sent, sent me an article. One of you guys did. And I looked at the article and the first thing I said to, to Anthony was, Yo, this motherfucker ain't pansexual. This, I'll tell you how this conversation went right now. He says, yo, publicist, I need I need a couple of gigs. What do we got? I haven't had anything in like two years. I'm running low on money. Uh, what do we got out there? And he's like, dude, I'm sorry, man. You're just, you're not that relevant right now. So, I mean, everything is like low hanging, like it's low hanging fruit, dude. It's like cherry picking, which is not going to be a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Dime a dozen type deal. And he's like, well, what do I got to do? And they're like, I come out gay. Are you gay? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gay. You sure? Yeah, I'm not gay. You think the rock's handsome? I mean, kind of. So you're, you're kind of gay. No, not really. How about pansexual? What, what's pansexual? Oh, you don't, you don't know. Pansexual means that just like nobody knows what you're really into. You could be into whatever you want. It's like bisexual, except you're not admitting that there's only two, that, that, you're, that it's binary. Pansexual means you could be into anything, dude, or nothing. And he was like, oh, and that's cool? Oh, yeah, it's all the rage right now, dude. 
If you can get into the LGBT community, it is all the fucking rage, bro. And he's like, okay, uh, what do we got to do? How do, do I do I need to do I come out? Do do I sign something? Like, what what do I have to do? And he's like, bro, this, like we're just gonna write an article right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit New York Times up. I'm gonna hit New York Post up. And I'm gonna tell them that you're coming out as pants, dude. Let's do a thing, bro. Get your fucking most ridiculous suit. Throw it on. Throw a hat on. Put a hat on too. That's really popular. Just come out pants, baby. Come out pansexual. We'll get you back in the headlines. We'll get you some more gigs. That's how I think this went down. Because I went and I actually looked between June 2022 and June 2023. These are the articles that I was able to find just quickly Googling. Uh, there was one, two, three in October of uh, 2022. And then it goes back to June of 2021. Uh, more importantly, not a whole lot. Right. So <laughs> that's like the first thing that I said was kind of the first thing that you said. First thing kind of a lot of people are saying like, okay, great. Just like anybody else. Great. We don't care. Go do you. Are you going to be funny? Do you have something funny to talk about? If yeah. not, then then you're just trying to get more attention. It's just, it's just a cry for an attention. That's all it is. God, I wish that would work for me. What if I came out pans right now? You'd have to change the mullet. <laughs> you can't for be for sure. You can't be pansexual with a mullet, dude. I look like a fucking I, Subaru driving lesbian. What are you talking about? I can't see you going down on some truck driver with that mullet. <laughs> I just <laughs> as much as you try to picture that in your head, I I, I just can't see it. Oh, I, oh God! His fingers running through your hair. Oh, calling, calling you Eric. Oh. I drop this load oh. after I drop this load. Oh, I'm going eastbound and down. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Maybe I mean that's if that's what it takes. We we all need to do something cool. But yeah, I just. Oh okay, God. I'm not pants. After that, I'm not yep. pants. Like, and I'm not even. I'm not even straight right now. I'm impotent. After that conversation, I'm never going to get hard ever again. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for all of that. Um, Jonathan Bates, do not make that a reel, if you know what I mean. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Fucking it just just got sexy fast. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That might have been the worst segment um, that I've ever ever been a part of in, in podcasting in general. And I've been on some really fucked up shows, Josh, but that might be the most fucked up segment I've ever had on a podcast. So congratulations. I feel, do we get a trophy? I have a second place trophy for a shooting competition once. Do we get a trophy for this? No. You're basically almost fired. Uh, except you're not fired until I find you a replacement that can do all okay. the things that you do. So just stick around for a few years until that happens. A few more, few more days. Oh. Can we, Cupcakes can we, says I future? look like a, a huge Theo Vaughn fan. You know what? I can get down on some Theo Vaughn. I think he's very funny. I do think yeah. he's very funny. I can I'm get a down big to Theo fan. I think Theo and I, I, I think I would I would love to go on one of Theo's shows. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, Zach Galifianakis is another comedian that I just yeah. absolutely love. Just watched a movie last night, speaking of which. If you have, if you want to have a family night, the Beanie Baby movie with uh, Zach Galifianakis, absolutely excellent and terrifying at the same time. It's weird about when you watch these movies like this. Um, how bad was he? Was he really that bad? Um because if he was, I, I mean, what a dick. I remember the Beanie Baby craze. I remember as a kid sitting, like, I remember oh, yeah, sitting in line sure. at McDonald's. Like, I remember all that back then. I, I remember me too. I remember on 95 when the semi-truck uh, tipped over and all the Beanie Babies, everybody was going nuts. I mean, I remember all of that. 
divorces and they were having like they had the beanie babies out on the table in court and you get this one and you get yes, this one and you yes. get this like but zach galifianakis <sighs> plays ty in the film in the beanie babies film and um it's really really great i think um I, I think Zach Galifianakis is a great actor. Cupcakes and cameos to get to your point about Theo Vaughn is great. He is, but I don't see him in any movies. He's not he's not acting. Zach Galifianakis is in a bunch of movies and his stand-up is incredible. You know what I'm talking about? Like Dane Reynolds. Was it Dane Cook? Dane Reynolds? Dane, Dane Cook. Cook? Dane Cook. When he in a bunch of movies, wasn't he in like waiting and shit? Yeah, he was in that with uh, Jessica Simpson. He was in a bunch of stuff back then. Yeah, I'd like to see Theo Vaughn branch out into some movies. And before I can say he's like one of the greatest, you know, like even Ron White was in some movies. So, um, yeah, Will Cray says he has a few Beanie Babies. Um, By the way, folks out there, Will Cray at Will Cray, W-I-L-L-K-R-E-W, still single, probably because he still has a few Beanie Babies. But if you're into Beanie Babies, you want to trade some Beanie Beanie Baby picks, some BBPs. If you want to trade some BBPs with Will Cray, head over to at Will Cray on his Instagram. Slide into those DMs. Share some BBP picks, some Beanie Baby picks with this guy. Um, It it blows my mind that we can't find him love. We're about to move on. We're about to move on. We're about to give up on Will Cray and finding love for him, and we'll move over to Lumber Chef. Um, Because at least I feel like Lumber Chef has something more to offer offer other than Beanie Babies. So um, (laughs) Diesel Tech Bosco says, hi, y'all. Sorry, I'm late. Uh, Yeah, anyway, um, I just like to address the chats as much as we can just because it's part of the show and it keeps things fun and lively. We got more money. We've got more problems next up on the docket. The House GOP released bank records on Hunter Biden's payments from Russia. Um, The oligarch's total clearings are $20 million. Dollars, on top of the other ten million that they had from the Chinese people, from a couple weeks. Really, that's on top of. Bring that article. This is Russia. Yeah, this is this is from. uh, Oh yeah, you're right. This is from Russia. You're talking about China. Yeah, I mean this is this is tens of millions of dollars at this point. House Oversight Committee Chairman uh, James Comer released a third memo Wednesday about the Biden family's foreign business dealings, producing bank records purporting to show that Hunter Biden and his business associates, the big man, received millions in payments from Russia and Kazakhstan oligarchs when his father was vice president. It's a 19-page memo. Listen, all this is dropping. This dropped as of this morning. And uh, so I have a Tantradamus prediction. Uh, this, this came out August 9th at 9 a.m. So that's this morning, right? That's this morning's news. So if you're watching this, you're listening to this later on down the road, this happened on August 9th. Tantra Dama's prediction, August 11th, we've got another indictment for Trump coming. It, it's like clockwork. I'm trying to find the, the where I saved it. Because uh, we had it last week, we, we talked about it, that it was almost like to the day, and then within 24 to 48 hours, there was a new something against Trump in the news. Yeah, every time something like this comes out, almost immediately we get another Trump indictment to the point now where it's like rhythmic. Do you have that? Can you pull that up? The time is because we did I can't, it. I can't. Fi- I'm trying to find it in my – I got a bunch of pictures from all the shows. Um, Chris Dreyer says, is NBC, MSNBC reporting on this? Uh, we pulled this from Fox News. Um, so I, I'm not sure. 
um, Chris, if that's from MSNBC, um, I, I can get Josh. Josh, go ahead and check that. See if that's on MSNBC. Uh, this is just from Fox News, though. It says Vice President, then Vice President uh, Biden met in person for significant periods of time with individuals uh, or representatives. This memo states that Vice President Biden joined approximately 20 phone calls on speakerphone with Hunter Biden's foreign business associates and attended dinners with foreign oligarchs who paid huge sums of money to Hunter Biden. Joe Biden, the brand, was the only product the Bidens sold. Bum, bum, bum. The third bank records memorandum. You know, I followed a lot of this on the Tim Pool podcast just because he goes so hard. Listen, I don't claim to be, I've said this a thousand times, I don't claim to be a journalist, guys. I'm only giving first responders something else to talk about other than dead babies and domestic violence. So that when you're at the weekend barbecue and these people are talking about things, you're not just totally lost in the sauce. You've got something, you've got some ammo to talk about. You don't have to bring everything back to that one time uh, at police camp. So, you know, if you really want like good political breakdowns, there are great podcasts like the Breaking Points, um, a Breaking Points podcast with Christian, uh, Crystal and Sager. Really great podcast for political news. They're both Democrats, but their news is very neutral. If you want to go full Republican news, Tim Pool and the Tim Cast, really great source of information there. If you really are politically heavy, we are just giving you kind of just enough to get you in trouble. And then you take what you think is interesting and you go and do more research while you're boarding your cop car. Just giving you something else that mainstream media isn't giving you. Were you able to find that, Josh? No, I've got here. I can I'll, I'll, I'll stop this one. I'll present to show how much stuff I have on my computer from this show. Uh, I have thousands of, of things on the sh that I have downloaded. So it's it's <laughs> in here. It's somewhere. Yeah, in here. for I guess for like a show a couple of weeks ago, we literally made a graph of all the dates and times yep. that they came out. And I don't know if we used it on the show or not. I don't think we ever got to it, but that's a shame. Maybe but, we'll bring this up on the last call. We'll find it. Josh will find it. Yeah. And we'll put it on sure uh, it the last call underscore twelve. Last call underscore twelve. That is the last call's official Instagram page. We will put that graph, that barring graph up there. Please go and follow last call. And again, that goes to part of like kind of um, diversifying our portfolio, if you will. That way a failure to stop proper gets shut down. We still have last call. We still have uh, failure to stop uncuffed, which is its own channel. It's approaching a couple thousand followers on there. So we're still uh, just below 10,000 on the Instagrams. Also, our Facebook is, is in the tens of thousands at this point. So if you want to follow us over on Facebook, we're trying to get better at Facebook. But Meta is kind of uh, screwing us over pretty hard right now. Um, anything else you got in the news there, Josh, before we get out of here today? No, that's the stuff that I've been watching. There's um, um, Elon Musk said that they're going to the, the fight with him and Zuckerberg, that that's supposedly... Ooh. I don't know how serious that is, but they keep talking about it. And if it happens uh, on Musk's sides of things, for he said that all the proceeds will go to charities for veterans and they're going to stream it live on X, formerly known as Twitter. Okay. So we can we do we call X formerly known as Twitter like we did Prince back in the day? Yeah, I, sure. Uh, I feel like I, I, I why is everybody so upset with the X thing, by the way? Why well, did he go it, away from the bird? He should have just kept it. Because he wants to re, I, I, my theory is he's come in, he's released all these documents, the Twitter files, exposing everything that what everybody is saying that we've been 
our First Amendment rights have been taken away, that the FBI is colluding with the, the government or colluding with Twitter and Facebook. Like we've 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 he's done all this. Anybody that that's wants to stay on the platform, he's he's given it a fair chance. Everybody has the same fair shake at it. For the most part, he there's there's things that they're still going to try to get that they're not going to get right. Everybody's going to get things wrong. We're going to get things wrong. But as he's doing this, you want to rebrand things. So as a brand, so let's say if we had a really big fight and I have to leave and I and it's just this crazy. We already did. Thing. We kind of did do a rebranding yep. when Mike retired. Um, yep. By the way, I got to talk to Mike. We, Yesterday, we, we stayed fair to stop. We didn't rebrand as right. we launched as 2.0, but we stay under this name nameplate. Whereas now they're there. It's the same thing, but it's a new nameplate. It's a new brand. So when you see it, when new eyes are looking at it, it's I'm not associating it with the, the, the previous regime. This is a new regime. We're changing the flags. The new guys in charge. So I, I can see it and then I can see everybody getting pissed off about it because they're not in charge anymore. They don't have the ability to censor and control. He he can. It's his platform. He can do what he wants with it. I still never tweeted. Um, I need a, I need a tweeter. I think uh, Drew Breezy runs our tweeter, if I'm not mistaken, if we even have one. Uh, one more article really quick. This was uh, this is from CNN. The teenage cousin of the gunman responsible for the 2022 Uvalde, Texas school shooting was arrested Monday on suspicion of threatening to do the same thing to a school, according to court documents obtained by CNN. Nathan James Cruz, 17, was arrested on a felony charge of making a terroristic threat to a public place and misdemeanor charge of making terroristic threats against a family member, according to uh, Bexar County Central Magistrate records. Um, let's see. Sorry. Uh, CNN has sought comment from San Antonio police. Ramos stormed into Robb Elementary last year. I'm sorry. We all know what happened there. Um, Cruz's mother connect, contacted police on Monday after her, her daughter reported that Cruz, this is the cousin of Ramos, said that uh, he planned to do the same exact thing as his cousin, and uh, he was drunk and intoxicated at the time, and he was on probation at the time, and they lived right across the street from an elementary school at the time. I don't understand why this family's still in the United States. Um, let's just fucking send them to, I don't know, fucking Myanmar or something. Uh, let's just get them the fuck out of here. Uh, I, I feel like you should. I think you should be able to lose your citizenship if you have a family member that's like so despicable. The whole family's got to suffer for it. That's what you get for having a shitty bloodline. So fuck them all. Um, and this is why I do say in bloodlines because here we go. The apples don't fall from the tree. This is even spawning into a cousin. Um, even the cousin is suffering from this fucking wackadoodle disease that these folks suffer from. Following his arrest, Cruz denied making any of these threats. When interviewed by a detective, the document said, so they're going to let him back out. Sinan has been able to confirm whether Cruz has an attorney. His charges carry a combined $160,000 bond, according to the magistrate records. Now, now, motherfucker, you get no bond until we figure this shit out. Um, and I know that's harsh, but you killed 22 fucking kids. Your family did. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck your family. And uh, y'all can go fucking be happy somewhere else. Go to a war-torn country and be fucking animals. You want to act like animals? Go to some other country where the animals fucking roam free. Um, what is it? Uh, Somalia. Go to Somalia. Go over there and be a fucking warlord or some piece of shit over there. You know, we don't need you here in the, in the United States. Does that mean? No. Seems no. pretty fair, right? I mean, if... if, if Let's say that we're going to say that America is, I'm a big with analogy or picture things. So let's say America is a ship. If you're on the ship and you're actively poking holes in the ship, why the <laughs> hell do we want to let you on our ship? You're going to get on another boat. Yeah. 
And then they're going to deal with your shit. Eventually, someone's going to say, hey, stop poking holes in the ship. This is ours. This is our country. Like, we've got to protect it. we got to take care of each other. It's a big community. That's what this podcast is, has taught me one thing, if nothing else, that this is a massive community. We have a massive community behind us. So if you're in this community and you're, you're this has happened in your community, call this. You got to call this stuff out. You got to. Hey, this is going on and good on the family member, the sister that, that turned to, into the mom, like that good on him for that. I mean, yeah. Why are you, you know, you got a kid on probation. I mean, I'll put a picture of that guy back up there. See, even look, I don't even, how old is this guy? He doesn't look 21. 17. 17. Why is he drunk? Why is he drunk? Mom, dad. Why is he drunk in front of your daughter? His sister, mom, dad. I mean, I'm not going to say my kids aren't going to get drunk, but they're not going to have the balls to get drunk in front of their little sister or the little brother because they know dad's not going to tolerate that shit. Dad's going to beat that ass. He catches you uh, getting drunk like that. So, I mean, again, parental illness, that whole family, ship them out. Let's get them out of here. Put them on a boat, send them to the Somalia coast, and let them poke holes in the proverbial boat in front of all those Somalian pirates and see how that works out. Cupcake says as he looks 27. Jesus. Golly, you better card everybody before you hook up with them cupcakes because uh, you're going to get yourself into trouble, girl. Like, I thought he was 27. He was 17. <laughs> oh, Vulcanator is confused, too, that he was 17. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. But listen, we yeah. uh, the new show is coming many, out. What's that? I was going to say, how many 17-year-olds when you were growing up had facial hair? Uh, you know, the football team, a lot. I think I, I mean, we had dudes with beards on our football team. Full on like man beards. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. No, I like. I, I remember like they'd have like the 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 attempt to have a mustache or attempt to have a goatee or like there was an attempt to have like had longer sideburns. But I don't remember anybody that had no. like a full on. This like- is the late '90s when I played football. Late '90s in Florida, and like my team's mascot was the Bears, but it might as well have been the Rebel flag. Because every truck had a re- the black guys on the team and the white guys, everybody flew like rebel flags out of the back of their trucks. And they all wore Dixie Outfitter rebel flag t shirts. Like that was like their call of the South. Like we were a very Southern. Our captain was a black dude named Gene Shaw. Um, if you go in Facebook, Gene Shaw right now, it's like him sitting in a tree stand with a, uh, with like some tears. It was like very funny times that I lived in. But, um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, well, one of these rednecks had a, a full-blown fucking mullet and a huge beard. I can't think of his name. I think his name was Justin. He was tall as shit. He was a big dude, just a massive guy, and he had a he had a fantastic beard and a fantastic mullet. But yeah, John from Comstock says Dixie Dix, uh, Dixie League. Florida's a different place, man. Uh, a lot of people think Florida is Tampa or you know Daytona or Jacksonville, but you get into like Ocala, you get into um you know some of these more central florida places man and it's uh very very swamp man it kind of like hills uh, hills have eyes like the kentucky appalachian people shit uh, that's a lot, florida has a lot of that in central central parts of florida um so coming up on the channel in the next two weeks guys we do have conservative ant i encourage all of you right now to go to instagram go to conservative ant conservative ant anthony ramondi and follow him and leave a comment or a message about how excited you are that he is coming over to failure to stop i want him to feel more welcome 
than anybody's ever felt welcome in the history of the world. Um, go and follow him and give him some love. Uh, and, and we're so excited to be bringing him on the channel. Everybody's working really hard. If you're not following uh, Com Center Boys, um, I, they have not started their own Com Center Instagram yet. Um, I'm sure they will, but you can find him, Jonathan. At, um, oh, what Jonathan? Put in the thing what your what your Instagram is. I don't even know what it is. Difficult to Difficult look at, pictures. To look at pictures. Difficult to look at pictures. Difficult to find on Instagram is what it should be called. Um, then you've got uh, Drew Breezy on Instagram. You go follow everybody, guys. Go follow everybody, uh, and go follow our sponsors. The way we keep the show on the road is again all the Patreons, all the super chats. When you guys leave super chats, that all helps. But uh, by the way. All the super chats that came in from July literally paid for all of Anthony's new equipment, cameras, tripods, lights. Um, and of course, Anthony, he's a diva. So he wanted everything nice and perfect. So we send him the best of the best at Drew Breezy um, is where you can find uh, Andrew Baxter is uh, at Drew Breezy. This coming Friday, biggest news of the week. Here it is. We got Sheriff Joe Apio coming on Friday. This is the toughest sheriff in the world. For those of you who don't know, this dude's been in the media since I was like, the last 20, 30 years. I, I have been a, a, a Sheriff Joe Apio fan. This guy was the one that he came out with the pink. We made the uh, convicts wear all pink. Um, absolutely hilarious shit. He's been in trouble from everybody. He's hard on crime, tough on sentencing. And, um, and literally he's known as America's toughest law enforcer, 91 years old. The dude is a stud running for mayor. I got a lot of questions about that because you know, 91, what separates, why do we want a 91 year old mayor? I'm going to ask him those questions. I'm going to go hard on him. Um, but I respect the absolute shit out of him as a law enforcement guy. So, um, I think you guys are all going to be very excited to, uh, to see this Friday's episode. So very, very, very exciting. Um, Drew Breezy says uh, that Joe was Sheriff Joe was Trump before Trump was cool. You're right. Sheriff Joe Apio was one of the very first people that ever just did not give a fuck in front of the media. Said exactly what he was thinking when he was thinking it and um, and was putting his foot down. Again, hard on crime, tough on sentencing, tough on crime, hard on sentencing, however that goes. So you are not going to want to miss this. And plus, this guy's got thicker skin than a Florida crocodile. And so I'm going to ask him some fucking hard questions, man. I, I feel like our fans deserve that. Um, and, I, and I've always tried to be fair, even when we've had these crazy PIs and things on. It's going to be no different. I'm going to ask him all the hard questions. And I told him, I said, dude, I'm not throwing softballs. Like, if you want to come on our channel, just be warned. Um, I'm going to ask you all the tough questions. You said you're running for mayor. You're 91 years old. Um, I, I, I've got questions about your age, you know. Uh, do you act 91? You know, how are you going to guarantee me? How are you going to guarantee us that you're not going to be another rambling Joe Biden? You know, that's scary. We'll see what he has to say about all that. But uh, I also, before we get into those tough questions, I have to respect his past and where he came from because just a dominant figure in law enforcement for so many years. And he's contributed so much to cleaning up crime in the United States. And we cannot forget that. Um, we cannot forget the service that he's rendered to this country. So we're going to get into all of that on Friday. Until then, guys, for myself and Deadleg Media, old Joshua, we will see you guys soon. Guns up, giddy up, Com Center tomorrow night. Com Center, it is going to be an absolute banger. Don't uh, forget to tune in to Com Center tomorrow night, baby. And then Friday, the breakdown. Until next time, guys, guns up.